Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Andrew Cuomo resigns as governor of New York. A trillion-dollar infrastructure deal passes the Senate. COVID vaccination rates rise in the South. Europe imposes strict virus mandates. Gas prices hit record highs. Also ahead, Trump's revenge. Can he bring down the social media companies? But first, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is out. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul will take control on August 24th. Mr. Cuomo maintaining his innocence despite stepping down, blaming his behavior on, quote, generational and cultural shifts, as well as political intrigue. The Senate approving a bipartisan infrastructure package that will allocate $1 trillion to fix the nation's roads, bridges, airports. The final tally, 69 to 30 in the Senate, 19 Republicans supporting the legislation, somewhat surprisingly, including Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. The proposal now heads to the House, where it will pass. Biden will sign it. And then on top of that, there's another $3.5 trillion budget bill that looks like it may pass as well. So the United States is about to change big time. Vaccination rates rising in some pandemic hotspots. More people in Alabama, Florida, Louisiana, Arkansas getting the jabs as the Delta variant runs wild. The CDC reporting roughly 125,000 new infections a day, up 950% since June. About 65,000 Americans are now hospitalized with Delta. 95% of them not vaccinated. Italy and France imposing severe COVID mandates. Police now asking locals to display digital vaccine passports when in public places. The rules apply to restaurants, theaters, bars, gyms, shopping malls. Similar measures are being planned in Germany, the UK, and Spain. There are massive demonstrations in Europe against those mandates. The cost of gas hitting record highs in America as millions of people travel for summer vacation. Hardest hit states, California, New York, Hawaii, Massachusetts. Prices up 57% for gasoline nationwide. Cheapest spot, Louisiana, $2.75 a gallon. In a moment, they may have silenced Donald Trump, but he may win in the end. Just ahead. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The revenge of Donald Trump, his lawsuit against big tech. On July 7, Mr. Trump filed legal action against three of the country's biggest tech companies, claiming he and others have been wrongfully censored. Trump's lawyers announced the action against Facebook, Twitter, and Google, along with company executives Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, and Sundar Pichai. That was done at a press conference in New Jersey. The former president's action is backed by the American First Policy Institute, a group founded by former Trump officials, including Linda McMahon and Brooke Rollins. That group will pay the bills. John Cole, lead counsel in Trump's class action lawsuit, he's a veteran of the tobacco lawsuits in the mid-1990s. Cole was one of the principal negotiators in the $386 billion tobacco settlement reached in June of 1997. By the way, he is married to Greta Van Susteren. I recently interviewed John Cole on the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com, my television outlet. If you go there, you can see the interview. Now, as you may know, Mr. Trump has been suspended from using social media platforms since January 6th and the Capitol riot. The headline of his lawsuit reads, quote, We're asking the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida to order an immediate halt to social media companies' illegal, shameful censorship of the American people. We're going to hold big tech accountable. Many experts believe Donald Trump may very well win this lawsuit. And if that happens, the social media companies will be in major trouble. They will have to pay a lot of money and their censorship, which is established, will collapse. And even if Donald Trump loses, Republicans will likely try to pass new laws reigning in Silicon Valley. President Biden will not go along with that. He'd never sign a law, but the attempt is coming. Now, some of you may have heard that I'm going to do a history tour with former President Donald Trump. That will take place in December. First four shows are in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Orlando, Dallas, and Houston, Texas. If you'd like more information, just go to BillOReilly.com. But the importance of this is that I will ask Donald Trump exactly what he wants to accomplish in going after the social media companies besides revenge. So does he want no power to censor anything? What about pedophiles, things like that. What exactly does he want? This is why it's called the history tour. It's not going to be a rally. It's going to be down to what Donald Trump did in office and how he sees the country today. I think it's going to be fascinating. 
I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. Check out my new book, Killing the Mob, a great summer read. In a moment, something you might not know. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. The rich and famous can spend their entire lives generating fortunes, building giant estates, traveling all over the world. But when it is all over, when they are in the ground, the wealthy sometimes make more money dead than alive. Each year, Forbes magazine releases a list of the highest paid dead celebrities. Here are the dearly departed who made big bucks last year. Number 10, Marilyn Monroe. She generated 8 million bucks last year. Her image is used by more than 100 brands including Legos. The ninth spot goes to Prince. The musician died in 2016 from an overdose of fentanyl, but he still made $10 million in record sales last year. Number eight, John Lennon, 13 million. Thanks to a co-writing credit on the Beatles' most popular songs, the Lennon estate cashes in whenever a tune is used on TV, on the radio, or in the movies. At number seven, Bob Marley, the reggae star's company House of Marley, sold $14 million in merchandise, clothing, headphones, even lighters adorned with his image to use pot. And number six is number 24, Kobe Bryant. His estate made around $20 million in jersey and book sales last year. The top five begins with Elvis Presley. The king of rock earned $23 million in 2020. Next, Arnold Palmer. The golfer's deal with Arizona Beverages for his lemonade iced tea brought in $25 million. Third spot goes to Charles Schultz, creator of Peanuts, Charlie Brown, Snoopy. His characters hauled in $32 million last year. Wow. Second place, Dr. Seuss. Thanks to a series of television and film deals, Seussville is a very wealthy neighborhood. While some activists tried to cancel the doctor over so-called racist imagery, he still sold 6 million books, generating 33 million in income. Finally, number one dead star, Michael Jackson. His massive music catalog, which includes songs by Elvis and Aretha Franklin, and a long-term deal with Sony, accounted for 70% of his earnings. Ready? The king of pop, Jackson made $48 million last year. Back after this. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. 
Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.